Hey, Marianne and Gal here. Welcome to the Coffee Talkie Show, the podcast for women living abroad. Today, we have a special guest with us, Jessica. She's here to chat about how she turned her move abroad into a thriving business and the power of personal branding in making it all happen. But first, let us introduce you to our guests. American expat Jessica Hanlon is a portrait and branding photographer based in Stockholm, Sweden. She started her photography business and career when she moved to Sweden and had to learn how to navigate building a business abroad. Through lots of trials and errors, Jessica learned how to start a business from scratch and how to find clients when she didn't know a single person in the new city. Jessica is inspired by fashion and bald colors, which you can see in her imagery. She photographs celebrities and top CEO in Sweden, along with small business owners, so they can grow their visibility online. Now you can find her speaking about personal branding and teaching entrepreneurs how to build their personal brand online with her photography course, Snapped for Social. We invite you to grab your coffee and notebook and give a big loving welcome to Jessica. Hey, Jessica, so nice to have you here with us today. (laughs) Thanks for having me. (laughs) We love having women from all over the world and to jump right into our interview. Can you tell us a little bit about your journey so far as a woman living abroad? Yeah. Ooh, it's a long one. So I'm going to have to condense it, but I'm an American living in Sweden and I actually lived in Brussels uh, for five years before moving to Sweden. So I've had, I've lived in two different countries now and Brussels was the hardest. (laughs) So For me, that was the hardest moment of my life because I had left everything from the U.S. to start a new life with my husband. He is Swedish, and he had been living in Brussels for about um, 10 years or maybe less. But um, So basically, everything that I knew was from his perspective, and all of his friends were my friends, but I also knew that I needed to make my own like friendships with other people. Um, But I found that really difficult, one, because of the language barrier. Um, In Sweden here, we have a lot of Swedish people that speak English, but in Brussels, it was French and Flemish. And so I had to learn how to speak French. And that was very hard for me (laughs) because I I did take some lessons. I, I signed up for the French courses and stuff, and that was a challenge making the the correct sounds and trying to communicate and i have like a spanish background so my mom's from south america so i do speak spanish but for some reason my brain just kept wanting to like speak spanish so it was really hard uh so for me the language part was like really tricky and also trying to make friendships and so that's what my experience was there um but now i live in sweden and i have a very different experience um a lot of people speak English, so it makes life a lot easier. And a lot of the work that I do as a photographer, I'm speaking in English. So for me, it's been better. It's been easier being here <laughs> in Sweden. So yeah, it's it's been a fun journey of like living abroad. 
I can imagine, and I remember living in Brussels and Flemish. I I don't understand this language. Like so complicated. Uh, I tried, and I I was a sales rep there, but at least I knew French, so it made it easier. So I can I can totally relate to what you just described about Brussels and French Flemish. Yeah, absolutely. So you mentioned photography. So tell us a little bit how you came and what inspired you to pursue photography in a new country. Well, I've actually love I love photography. I've been studying it since I was very young and I also had a film camera when I was 12, so I was using a camera for a very long time. I just never believed in myself to earn a living from it. And so when I was in college, I studied graphic design, but my heart was always like wanting to make photos. So every project that I did in, when it came to graphic design, it's very much text-based, but I was like, can I put some pictures in here, you know? Like, so for me, it was always like the photography. So when I moved to Brussels, my husband bought me a camera and it wasn't like anything fancy, but because I was on my own so much, I was walking around in Brussels, taking my camera everywhere and taking pictures. And then eventually, just before leaving Brussels, I was starting to take pictures of people, like friends, maternity, and doing self-portraits. And just, I started to play around with the camera. And then when I moved to Sweden, it was just a couple months in, and I was having dinner with my husband's cousin, who's a art director for one of these, um, it's a, a hair company where they sell like shampoos and hair products. And it's very well known. And she was like, we're going to do a commercial. Can you be the behind the scene photographer for the commercial? And I was like, what? You want me to be the, the photographer for this? Like, that sounds scary. Because like, you know, it just felt like, really, you want to like pay me for this? Um, but then I had to get like a personal number, which in Sweden is like, it allows you to do a lot of things and you have to have a business org number with it. So in order to have a business, you have to have the org number. So I set up my business and, you know, I got paid and then I was like, well, now what, what do I do? You know, like I'm, I have no clue what I'm doing. I, one, I don't know anything about photography business. I don't speak Swedish. How do I even find clients? Where, like, what am I doing? You know? So I was like starting over in another country, also starting with photography at the age of 37. So I started very late and, um, had an eight month old and a three year old. So for me, I was like, what am I doing? I have no idea. So my life was like totally like in like it was crazy. But because of like this question, it's like opened the door for me to start a business. So that's how I got into photography again. <laughs> wow. I love it. And you know, we hear so many women that are moving to a new country, living in a new place and wondering what the hell are they going to do in this new place like my career is over i don't know what to do i don't speak the language i don't know how things work how am i going to find new clients and there you go you can do it right without speaking swedish it's a new you know you've never been a photographer before like you took your passion and turned it into a career in a new country in a new language and i love it this is so inspiring And I hope our listeners uh, will get inspired as well. Yeah, no, it was very scary. But, you know, I just felt like the same way. Like I was like, well, what am I going to do here in Sweden? I, I didn't even have a plan. I have, you know, an eight-month-old and a three-year-old. 
what am I going to do? You know? So I just kind of was going with the flow and then this opportunity happened and then I just started to figure it out little by little. So yeah, this was in 2015, I think. So yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> I've been doing this for a while now. And trust me, when I first started, my photos sucked. Like they were so bad. I'm not joking. And I look back at it now and I'm like, wow, what a huge like leap of, you know, talent. So, but it was a lot of like trying to figure out how to improve my, my work and how to be better. And then also like get the right clients that I wanted to work with. So it was a, a big journey of self-discovery and like self just like, you know, figuring things out. So I love that you mentioned it and you touched upon so many different challenges of opening a new business, but also like, it's not only about opening the new business. It's about opening a new business in a country that you don't know and you don't speak the language and you don't have the network and you don't. So like, there's a lot of challenges involved in it. And I'm sure that our audience listening to it and thinking like, Ooh, I, I thought of maybe opening a business, but I have this list of things that are coming my way. Um, what, like, what helped you cope with all of this and actually make it work? Because the opportunity was there, but you had to work it out through the different challenges. Yeah, it was a lot of trial and error. <laughs> Because, you know, at the time, Instagram was not the same Instagram that it is today. So there were no teachers and coaches selling and promoting themselves the, the way they do it now. So I remember like putting up a flyer on a light post trying to promote my business. And I was like, who, am, why am I doing this? This is so embarrassing. Like it's windy uh, and it's in English. Nobody understands this. It's like, I mean, yeah, I, I did the most ri ridiculous things just to get clients. And then um, I started to realize that, you know, I have to find another way. And that's when I started to really use Instagram to start building my, my, my personal brand. And that's how I started to get clients because when I started photographing people, I actually had some really great clients due to just the connections that I already had from like friends, well, close like family friends and stuff. And they didn't let me use their photos and they were like quite well known and using it in the press. They were my pictures, but they didn't let me use it online. And I was like, this makes no sense. And I started to get really pissed off because I wanted to build this business. And then basically I wasn't able to. So then I had to start using just myself to build the business. So I started to promote my brand just by taking my own photos of myself and using those to build my business. And this is before, like before Instagram was the way it is now. So it's a totally different world. <laughs> that's great. And I think it, it shows, like you say, trial and error. I think that's... Love your honesty the, about it. That's the truth. You've got to try and you've got to fail. And this is how you learn. And that's the only way I know. And that's where we say all the time, like resiliency is the key because like you're going to fall, but how quick you jump back it, it's, it's up to you. It's how you train yourself to say like, okay, I tried, this didn't work. Well, am I going to take like a month apart or a year apart or how, how long apart before I try again? Or am I literally going straight back in? Cause there's no other way. This is how we discover how to do things. Yeah. And there are resources. I mean, the thing is, is like in Sweden, they have really great resources for entrepreneurs. Um, I just didn't use it at the time because I didn't know until later. So <laughs> I could have had help 
Great. So you mentioned uh, branding and personal branding. And for those of, of you maybe listening that don't know what personal branding means, like I know brands, but I'm not McDonald's. So could you elaborate a little bit more about personal branding and how important it is? Yeah, it's not that complicated. It's like basically showing who you are, what you do, and putting your own spin on your personality. So it depends on how you want to build your personal brand. Is it for business? Is it personal? And from there, you can t figure out how you want to grow your personal brand. Maybe you want to be a content creator. So you just have to figure out what that is. But it's basically showing off who you are, your personality. It's how people feel when they're around you. It's also things that you believe in, your purpose, your, your mission, and you just talk about it, you promote it, you share it online. Um, and that's really what personal branding is, is just showing off who you are, becoming the character of your own world, your life. Yeah. That's amazing. And would you say like your own personal branding then, is it like your experience as an expat? Do you bring like those things to your personal branding? I used to. Um, I do it a little less, but I have done a little bit like On my photography page, I share the story of me being an expat. And because of that, I was approached by um, the Today Show in, a, in the US, which was totally crazy because I grew up watching the Today Show when I was a kid and even up into a, an adult until I left America. And I was approached by them through my Instagram and they were like, hey, can we interview you? you know, as a, as a Swedish or an American living in Sweden, your Swedish experience um, for this word mis. And I was like, what? I was like, really? Like, is this a joke? Because at first I was like, somebody's probably like playing with me. But then I responded and I found out more and I was like, oh my gosh, this is real, you know? So I was terrified, by the way, to do the interview because it was on video like this. And I actually am very afraid to be on video. Like I had a humongous fear of being on video, talking to people. Like it was a big problem. It stopped me from even showing up half the time in my business. So I had to like really work on this mindset part of myself, like who was afraid to speak up. Um, but that happened where I was like, okay, I'm going to be on video. And yeah, it was like so crazy. So I made some videos for the Today Show and showed them my version of Mies. And yeah, it was really cool. So, and I also have a podcast, which is, you know, geared towards expats who are business owners. Um, so yeah, I do a little bit of, of that and I bring that aspect of my life, but I have three Instagrams. I have a personal one that I leave open, but I still am kind of strategic with it but I don't go full throttle on it. And then I have my photography and my personal branding one, which is like where I talk about personal branding. <laughs> but I have a lot of energy and like, <laughs> I like doing a lot of things, so. First of all, I think it's amazing that you're doing so many things and that you're bringing your true self out there through personal branding. Uh, because sadly, we see a lot of people on Instagram 
bringing a, a personal brand, but it's not their own personal brand. Uh, and sadly, this is, you know, giving a false impression of how life abroad really is. And a lot of people are trying to compare their life to those Instagram pages of people living abroad where we see, you know, women living in Paris, eating croissants all the time. And like, come on, use your voice on social yeah. media to bring your true story. And this is why I really love what you're doing. And we, we love your podcast for... That, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's how we met you, right? It was the other way around. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, you guys were on my show. <laughs> and you know, it's so funny because just the other day I talked to an, another expat and she said to me like, you know, I'm helping women to rewrite their website. And one woman approached me and was like, I want to be able to write shit on my website the way you do. And that's why I, I'm approaching you. And she's like, who do you need permission from? Like, if this is your personality and you want to talk this way, just be yourself. And I think what we're doing, what you're doing, what a lot of coaches out there from any, every different aspect of life are like, be yourself. Yeah. And that's the best way to actually go on in life that's the key though like that's the reason why people will choose to work with you or be friends with you it's you know when you see somebody walk in a room you can either tell if you're going to get along or not it's everything it's the energy that you are putting out there so a personal brand isn't just one thing it's a combination of different elements and it's actually definitely owning who you are and showing up as yourself even though it can be kind of scary to let people know the true you, but um, but that's what's going to make your life easier. If you're trying to be somebody else or dress like somebody else, at some point, it'll just get too much to like fake it, you know? So just be yourself and show up the way you want to. And of course, like you can always change how you present it online. If you want to have prettier pictures and you can do that. Or if you just want to like just do you, you know, just do it the way you want to. <laughs> what do you love most doing today? Like taking photography or actually helping others figure out their personal branding and how they should use photography for that? Yeah, I love both. That's my problem. <laughs> I know everybody's like niche down, do this, do that. But like for me, it's like I'm just more of a multi-passionate person and I, I really do enjoy photography and I love helping entrepreneurs to figure out like their personal brand, how to grow their business. And, you know, to me, that's what lights me up. So I've tried to combine these two things together and package it up as like my business. And that's kind of where I learned to combine the two things, but it was a process. I had to try out all sorts of different genres of photography. I did newborn, I did maternity, I've done it all. And I realized my passion lies with like photographing entrepreneurs and small business owners and telling their story through pictures and helping them to build their businesses. So for me, I'm really passionate about it, but it was something that I had to discover. That's amazing. So tell us, uh, what advice would you give to a woman who's maybe considering a career shift or just pursue her passion in her new life abroad? Yeah, it depends on what the career shift is. Um, I wouldn't say like just leave and quit your job. <laughs> I mean, have like a plan, you know, maybe start your side hustle if you want to like start a business, like do it on the side slowly and start working up 
the business or like have a nest egg of money to help you carry through until you get your feet on the ground because starting a business does take time. It doesn't just, you know, happen in two seconds. I remember, and I've told this story to a friend, like I used to lay on the floor putting my children to bed at night and they had these like glow in the dark stickers. And this is right when I was starting my business, right? And I was like, I just want to make my own living like taking pictures. And I would always think this, like, how can I, how can I get more clients? How can I get clients? Cause I was like, I had like one and then that was it, you know? So in my head, I was like always wishing. And I don't know if I manifested this, but I remember laying in the dark because, you know, when you put babies to sleep, you have to like wait till they're asleep and then tiptoe out of the room. And I just remember laying there looking at the stars, like being like, I just, I want to be the best, you know, I want to be the best photographer. I just want to earn a living doing this. And I kept repeating that to myself like every night. So for me, it was like having a a vision of what I wanted. Um, But like, you know, if you're somebody who's new in a new country and, you know, or maybe you've been in a country for a while and you're really struggling to get a job, I always say this, like make your own moves, like pave your own path and don't wait around for some opportunity. Like start thinking about, okay, what can I do? Can I go networking? Can I find somebody who's a coach, somebody who can help me figure out what I'm skilled at and like monetize it because we can all sell what we're good at, what we know. And so our knowledge can be packaged up into like courses or, you know, coaching or something. But at least like if you start making those moves, then like somehow what I think is, is like, and this is just me, uh, the universe will meet you where you're ready to be seen, you know? So like, you just have to start making those actions. Absolutely. This is so true. And you know, a lot of women are too afraid to start something because they don't know how to do that. They don't have a plan. And you said it yourself, you didn't have a plan when you started. We didn't have a plan when we started. (laughs) It's like, we have this vision and we want something and we're passionate about it, but we don't have a plan and that's totally okay. But as long as you're taking actions and doing things, it's doesn't really matter if it's the right thing or the wrong thing. As long as you're taking action and moving forward, you'll get there. You'll get somewhere. Maybe it's not even what you wanted or what you thought it will be, but you'll get somewhere. Whereas if you're just waiting for the plan to just arrive, to download it from the universe, it doesn't work this way. Things don't move if you don't take actions. And I think this would for me this would be the best advice i could give to someone who wants to try a career shift or even pursue her passion just start doing things whatever you know talk to people look online try things fail and then things will move yeah just try (laughs) and i will add to this that actually like you said have a plan but sometimes you just have to start doing things and going the direction. And I love, we love Tony Robbins and he has this amazing quote where he said, like, if you actually want to conquer the island, you need to burn the boat. And it's true for those who want to simply move abroad. It's not enough to just sit around in your living room and say like, oh, I wish one day I'll live in Sweden. I wish one day I'll move to Spain. No, if you actually want to do this, you got to book the plane ticket 
and go. You'll figure things out. And or if you want to be a photographer, you gotta at least buy you, a, a camera. Buy, buy a camera and be, and start taking pictures. And if you want to open a business, sometimes. Like I had this conversation with a friend just the other day and she said to me, yes, but I, but I was like, open the business, literally go online and make the thing that says uh, you have now a business. And now you start working towards actually making it happen. Because as long as you sit on your, on your ass and lay on your sofa and be like, Oh, it would be nice to have a photography business. It would be nice to be like helping women move abroad. It will be nice, but you don't do anything about it to actually make make a plan. You may might not have a plan, but you need to make the plan. Well, it's never gonna happen. Yeah, and I think it's great what you guys are doing because I didn't have that option. You know, people like you weren't really around helping people figure out how to move abroad. Like I just moved and I showed up with my bags and, you know, started over and I just figured it out. There was no support system. I had to think there was like meetups where I was like trying to find people to like hang out with, but that, you know, didn't always work out. So, I mean, at least you guys are providing some sort of help and resource and and just talking to somebody about your ideas will actually start getting you to the next step. So I think that's like where it starts. Thank you. Uh, that's what we, we love doing it. So, but enough about us. Tell us about your photography course, Snapped for Social, and where women can find you. Yeah. So I created Snap for Social because of my journey. <laughs> it's like trying to figure things out. So for me, it was trying to figure out what is my personal brand. It is a little bit of strategy and understanding exactly what you do and who you offer it for. And so I realized you cannot market your business and create content unless you actually know what it's about and what you're trying to do. So I have like a personal branding course slash photography course, and it's called Snap for Social. So it's showing you how to promote your brand and your business online so that you can get found and attract new customers. And a lot of the time people just don't understand how to take better photos. And a lot of the time they don't know where, what good lighting is and how to do it. And, you know, they're frustrated because, you know, the lighting is bad and, you know, it just doesn't do them justice. And, um, so I created this online course to help people where, you know, basically I was in the same position, you know, I didn't know how to find clients and I didn't know how to promote myself. And yeah, so now I just made a course all about it, teaching entrepreneurs how they can build their personal brand and promote it. I love it. And I, I'm sure it's really relevant to a lot of women that are moving abroad that want to start something new, to be there, to build a business and to promote themselves online and on social media. And they don't have a clue how to start. So that would be a perfect um course for women like that so and can i just say one thing really quick um there is also the creator economy that is like expected to boom in insane amounts i mean no joke so if you're somebody who is like okay i don't really want to have a business but i love promoting brands that i believe in and showing off my life you can create a business by promoting brands and that takes good pictures you know, so you need to understand how a camera works or how your mobile phone works. And the course teaches both. So 
the creator economy is huge. It's going to be booming even more. Like it's, it's an insane amount. So, um, you know, if you feel like that's something you're better at promoting other people's businesses instead of promoting your own, you can go that route. You can make an actual living, you know, being abroad and maybe staying home with your kids, but promoting brands that you believe in. It can't just be any brand like, oh, I just promote brands. It has to be something that you believe in. And that's what personal branding is. Yeah, that's... (laughs) I was just about about to say this. There's a lot of influencers out there. There's a lot of creators out there. But if you find your own voice in it, like if you find the the brands that are really resonating with you and your personal branding and your personal story, and you you do it in a good professional way, there's always space for that out there. So yeah, and it's growing. It's an industry it's, that's really growing. Um, so that's a great place to be. So where can women find you? Yeah, you can find me on Instagram at Branding with Jess. Uh, I have a podcast called The Elevate Podcast. And you can also go to my website if you want to. It's jessicahanlin.com. Uh, but I guess you guys might have like a show notes page or something so people can find me like through there as well. And Snap for Social, it's just... Uh, it's on my website. So we'll put all the links right here below. So if you want to uh, find the course or just her Instagram, then it will be right here. Yeah. And just to finish, we have a question that we ask all of our guests. Uh, and it is, what does a smooth and positive move abroad means to you? Yeah, I would say having a positive mindset towards the whole process and just, you know, understanding where you're moving and knowing the culture and embracing the change and maybe planning ahead if you're a planner, if you can, you know, get to know what you're getting yourself into and just, yeah, I would say mindset is everything. So just be open-minded and have fun. That's amazing. Couldn't agree more. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly what we believe in. And we really think that every woman could achieve that um, if approached in the right way. Right. So Jessica, thank you so much for being here with us today on the show. We love having you. We loved our previous podcast episode. (laughs) We love this one. Such a pleasure being in contact. Yeah. Thanks for having me. This was really fun. Thank you, Jessica, for being here with us today. And thank you for joining us on the Coffee Talkie Show, the podcast for women living abroad. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and gained valuable insights, tips, and inspiration for your journey as an expert. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions for future episodes, please feel free to reach out to us via our website or social media. And if you loved what you heard today, Please like, follow, and leave us a rating and a review on your favorite podcast platform. Until next time, sending positive vibes your way.